We are here. Welcome back to another episode of the Laggy Podcast. This is episode six of the Life Around Gaming and Esports podcast. I am one of your hosts, Rafe, a.k.a. War Dragon, a.k.a. Basehead, a.k.a. Esports Educator. I'm here with some other people. My name is Caesar, a.k.a. E-Face, a.k.a. Not Irish. <laughs> and it's just Dan. Just Dan. And no, Caesar is not Irish at all. Who is also not Irish. Yes, no, I am. None of us are Irish. No, not at all. Did you say you were Irish? I'm partly Irish. Dan's Wait, really? Irish. Yeah, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, the black man is Irish. Uh, I'm thrown for a loop. I find myself surprised at this moment in time, but just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. Probably more Irish than Elizabeth Warren is Native American. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Uh, all right. Well, we are here for episode number six. Thank you for joining us. a few things to talk about today we'll start mm -hmm. out in the normal way and talk about our own stuff stampede yep. stampede coming up on saturday i'm really excited uh had a meeting yesterday with all of the crew should be should be a fun time uh two notable absences but <laughs> we won't talk about that <laughs> no it's fine we it, totally there it was a it was a very productive meeting uh it's excellent I'm just really looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to compete in this one because I can. Oh and, boy! Uh, we'll you see how that goes. For that head to you. Yeah, we, yeah. We have Thars. Yeah, we have uh, Jason helping out, so oh, okay. I'll have time. Cool. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. A lot of PR people coming out. Mm. We got Shu. We got Mr. Ping. We got Smirk, King. We got our very own Shade Chrono. So it'll be a fun time for sure. And ha last I checked, we were just above sixty. 60 something yes 61 oh, 62 yep. so we got a few more days of registration mm -hmm. come on out if you're listening to it register up we got pot bonuses for registration caps yep. um should be a good time we are uh we will have a switch light giveaway uh it's gonna be free pizza mm -hmm. there's gonna be free energy drinks i realize also i have to backtrack Bang has normal energy drinks. The ones I had were their protein-shaped drinks. Oh, I see. So I don't know how their normal energy drinks are because I've never had one. But the protein energy drinks that Bang has are great. Interesting. Well, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. <laughs> I was actually looking forward to those protein drinks. I should send them an email. Hey, bring some of your protein yeah. drinks. I'll do that. I'll, I'll send them yeah, an email. Yeah. As soon as we're done here, I'll send them an email. Great um, idea. Yes, so Stampede this mm -hmm. Saturday, one Superior Drive, Superior Colorado. We've also got artists, and uh, I just saw what they're going to sell, and they're, they're like really nice uh, stickers, uh, Jap Jap Power Dunk stickers. So oh my definitely check those out. Nice. So we do as do we have? We have Forest Wayshifter. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, some good some good stuff to do yep. while you're not playing, and an Overwatch practice at the same time. <laughs> yep. I'm sure that'll be fun. I cannot watch that because I will get very tilted at people. I noticed <laughs> the other day. Yeah, I'll 
let me let me start it out. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll have so Rafe is going to be the welcome to Overwatch coach, and Caesar can be the advanced strategy and tactics in Overwatch. That coach. sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that might be. <laughs> <laughs> Who likes Overwatch? You go with Caesar. Who has <laughs> tough skin? Who cries easily? You're not allowed to go. Like like I was saying this earlier, but Liam was playing an Overwatch match and he was in bronze, and there was so much wrong with what I was seeing and. There were kids around me, so I couldn't be, like, super mean to Liam, but I was just like, Liam, don't use... He was playing Moira, and I'm like, don't use that orb. Bounce your orb. Don't don't spray your shield like that. I'm just, like, little things, and I'm like, Liam, this Yo. is why you're in bronze. You got Please. <laughs> my, my biggest concern with Moira players is they're just, oh, I should just hit shift. Mm-hmm. I should just hit it. for no, Bro, that is your most important skill. It needs to be used well, at the right time for me it's damage orbs oh they people just just them? they just throw them and then you just give healing to the enemy team and then your team dies because your healing orb is really big <laughs> so like you're just wasting that it's so. also your only way to heal yourself right yeah well i think you get some back from damage right no, you, no get your, you, get you get your you get your meter yeah. yep oh moira mm-hmm. such a great character moira means moira um all right so moving forward don't forget about Stampede this Saturday. Lots yep. of cool stuff going on in the stable. If you live nearby, if you're in the Denver area, it's worth stopping by. $10. Can't beat it. Really can't beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've started our teams, as we've just kind of talked about. We have players in practices regularly. Uh, we got Fortnite players. We've got Rainbow Six Siege. We had a practice. We got a Counter-Strike practice this evening. Um so far, what do we think? Uh, I think it's great. I mean, having a good time with them. Yeah. Yeah. I think the kids are great. Like, some of them, are, most of them are really skilled, really good at the game. I'm, I'm excited to see where they're at, like, six months or three months from now. Oh, man, one of the kids walked in and he goes, man, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> and I was just, it was great. Like By the end, were they still excited? Yes. Oh, cool. Love that kid. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we... You know, we we uh, we were, I was working with the Fortnite team, mm-hmm. and it, those players they they get the game really well, but their fundamentals and their basics, they just don't drill them. Mm. Yeah, I asked them, "How long do you think you spend playing Fortnite? With two and a half hours a day? How much of that time do you think you spend actually shooting people?" Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, like. 20 minutes how much time do you actually spend editing your builds like 15 minutes all right so we're gonna spend 30 minutes a day drilling and you're gonna double the skill level you get from those experiences and as we all know a minute of shooting it's like a minute of working on something is not gonna help you at all no no not whatsoever you're not learning anything from it much just going on instinct exactly Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be amazing to watch how just working in drills are going to impact these kids also i hate to say it but i've been running the drills myself and uh, these kids are going to be sad because i'm already faster than them (laughs) i'm just going to stretch a little bit (laughs) um we're going to have races i'm going to race these kids oh Oh, nice that's going to be fun it's going to be fun they're not going to like it they're they're going to they're going to beat me Um, right yeah that's the the point is I don't want them to be happy with the fact that I'm beating them. I want them to go, oh no no no, no. Uh-huh. screw this old man. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I'm taking him down. 
That's uh, a good idea. That's that's a good drive for people. Yeah. Like, I I've never cared about Smash at a competitive level enough to be like, I want to be the best. No, no, no. I just want to be buying friends. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to be the top player anywhere. Yeah, but true. if my friend beats me, I'm going to go into the lab for the next week. And, like, I'm going to beat him next time for sure. Yeah. I've never been that way. It depends on the game. But most games, I'm like, I could be the best ever. Uh, I know I can't, but that's what goes through the head. Right. Oh, my gosh. I just want them to go, no, I have to be better than the old guy. Yeah. I can't let the old guy who specifically says, I don't really play Fortnite be better than me at aspects of this game at any <laughs> aspects um i'm definitely not better than them at the game uh but details here and there i mean it depends though if, if you're better at the actual mechanics of the game you could probably win more often than a lot of them do yeah i'm pretty sure i could uh i just don't want to end up playing that game too much i'm not too worried about like trying to be better than them at fortnite I just want to help them realize that their mechanics are important and that the fundamentals require drilling. Yeah. If we can get there, I'll call it a win. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Good stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, so we're excited about that. We'll see where that takes us. It's going to be a journey. So we'll kind of move in the direction of our main topic here by talking about that. Some of these kids... They just, they just look at us. Mm. <laughs> we're You're not gonna get over this, yo. <laughs> no. Well, because so we're, it's a, it's a level, it's a thing about engagement, mm -hmm. right? I want these kids to be engaged. I'm, I love games. I'm passionate. I want to, like, dude. I'm telling you, dude. Okay, there is a difference between being engaged and showing that you're engaged, right? I'm sure the kids are very interested in what we're saying. They just don't really know how to show interest in something people are talking about until they start talking about it. So then, all right, we need to <laughs> learn. So we're missing the important lesson completely then. We need to stop teaching these kids about games and start teaching them about their emotional presence. Right? Well, I mean, that's, part of, that's partially what we're here to do, yeah. Yeah. So you can't go interview for a job and just stare at the interviewer. So where, where is yeah? Where is this all coming from? Just so we can uh, guide the viewers, the listeners a little oh, bit. Okay, so we have a lot of kids who are just very kind of blank faced, right? They just they don't give a lot of emotional response. There's an episode of The Office I like a lot that talks about this, right? Where Dwight has to go pitch a female, a, a, a woman who's in charge of this business, and everyone in the office freaks out because they're like, no, no, Dwight can't mm -hmm. sell to women. He can't sell to women. This is a terrible idea. And they're like, okay, Dwight, let's just, we'll talk to you about our needs. And he goes, no, you'll sit there. I'll tell you what you want. And at the end, we'll both be satisfied. <laughs> and, and they're just like, no. And he never responds to what they're saying. So they tell him, hey, just smile and not like give signs of affirmation that you're hearing what she is telling you. And he puts on this big, like murderous grin. Yep, yep. Right. And he's just like nodding up and down. And Nellie says, how many women have you killed, sir? And please, will you not kill me? Uh, <laughs> but I, it's, it's similar to that. They just stare blank faced and it looks like they're just completely bored out of their mind at times. And then you're like, yo man, you having a good time? They're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't match mm -hmm. my experience here a second ago. I wonder if that music is going to come through. It seems really loud. It is really loud, yeah. 
Yeah, they play loud music here, you know. All right. Well, if you get some music in the background, you're welcome. <laughs> Let's go copyright strikes. Courtesy of uh, sports stable figure skaters. Yeah. <laughs> um, Throwing them under the bus. Hey, Don't. dude, some of them are great. Uh, no, I'm just like, don't sue me. Sue the figure skaters. Yes. You're the ones playing the music. I'll get you <laughs> names. Send us cards. Um, but so we we have these kids, and they come in here, and they they do this, and they just kind of stare. And they're just a little bit blank. And I, my biggest concern is that it actually does represent engagement or focus. Yeah. Right? That we're seeing kind of a slight impact of their engagement and focus. Um, and it's not translating properly to what they're getting out of the conversation. Mm. Um, so I, I hope that as we go, I, just, I can't believe they're playing the Mulan music. Yeah. They do a lot of Disney. Now you're going to give us copyright. They're like, Oh no, they said Mulan. Like take, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that's how it works, but yeah, okay. Works. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Um, but we just want these kids to be engaged and focused and interested um, so that they're getting the most out of what we're giving them, right? Yeah. Something you learn pretty heavily in college is how important it is to be engaged with the teacher during the conversation so that you can get the most from the lesson. Yeah. Um, and if you struggle to do that, that's why they try to add like clicker lessons or be able to bring in interactive learning groups and things like that. So we'll try to learn a lesson ourselves and bring in maybe more interactive learning groups. But I think at the end of the day, what it comes down to is focus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whether or not I can see it, I hope they're focused. What if they're just hyper-focused? So much so that they're like not paying <laughs> attention to their own outwardly responses. Brilliant. By the way, did you smile a lot as a teenager? When I was talking to teachers. Uh-huh. I mm. I I was pretty depressed all the time oh, as a teenager. Okay. I yeah. was like I hate everything and I smiling at a human uh, like another person my age they would look at me like mm -hmm. why are you smiling at <laughs> oh me? What is wrong with Did you? A lot of the other kids smile all the time. I don't know. When when I was younger people would come up to me and be like why do you hate me? Like what's wrong with me? What, what do you have against me? Yeah, they used to do that and to I'm me like too. I'm just thinking, like, I'm just <laughs> focused on something. And it, that just manifests itself as, like, me frowning. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes I would, like, lose. Like, I would just, like, focus on someone and, like, make eye contact with them. But, like, I wasn't really there. So it looked like I was just glaring at them. And they're like, why do you hate me? But it, no, that's how my focus manifests itself. Maybe it's the same for these kids. It's possible. I'm not, I'm not going to strike that as a possibility. Um, I just... I just okay maybe it's just something i need to work i need to work on getting over how people are looking at me <laughs> maybe maybe yeah <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just concerned that the kids hate me i don't think they hate you i don't think they hate me either well some of them might but why do you look at me like this <laughs> some of them some of them might i don't know I'm yeah. just saying, you know. people people there's probably people out there who look at me and go I hope you fall off a cliff <laughs> i just want to just assume that it's not the kids in our class that are going this guy talks too much. Send him off a cliff. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. Um, but it kind of, it, this will segue us over a little bit. We want focused players because 
focus in games is incredibly important. And it's kind of funny because it's hard for us to focus right now, right? There's this music mm -hmm. that's coming into our headsets. And it's, it's just back there. And it's definitely throwing me off my yeah. game slightly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to make make out what the song is. I think it's Lion King. Oh, you're right. I think it was at least the last I heard. I couldn't tell now. It yeah, is. Definitely. It is. Yeah. I just can't wait to be king, right? All right. Go, go, Daniel. Go, Daniel. Uh, yeah. Can we talk what? Uh, never mind. Never mind. Okay. I don't want to get into it. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the new Lion King is a disappointment. That's all I want I have to say. literally never watched that for the reason, for reasons. Never, never watched it. No point. It's, it's bad. I, I refuse to okay. watch live action remakes of the movies. That's the only one I wanted to see because it's the only one I care about, and it was nope. very disappointing. The Lion King, the original Lion King, is good enough for me, man. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, so was it you that was actually telling me that the reason they do that? What? So I didn't oh, realize yeah, for yeah. copywriting, mm -hmm. right? Like that makes total sense to me. You have to keep the copyrights or else you're going to lose all of this money on oh, the story. Yeah. So you have to just continue making stuff. Uh, and I guess it probably, oh. They're oh. doing Bambi next, so. Oh, okay. my uh -huh. God. Man, are we ever going to miss these topics? Speaking of focus. Yeah. <laughs> But this is my point, right? The music pulls us off our focus. Yeah. And if you want to be competitive in games and esports, staying focused is one of the most mm -hmm. important aspects of it, especially in games like Fortnite or Rainbow Six Siege or Counter-Strike, right? You can maybe slip some focus in Overwatch from time to time, depending on the character you play. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, Apex, yeah. You it's know, you can, yeah, so. there's downtime. The yeah. TTK is a little longer. Mm -hmm. So you can afford to like get snapped by something and be like, oh no, back, I got to get back into it. Right. But like in those other games, you're just, you're just kind of dead. Right. And in, in Fortnite, if you stop tracking someone, I have no idea where this person is now. Like you're probably going to die. Right. Um, so it's super important to stay focused. And that's what I've noticed is that although these kids may be engaged, mm -hmm. they don't seem very focused. Well, mm -hmm. not they don't seem very focused, but some of them seem less focused than I feel they should be um, for a million and a half reasons. We could probably go into talking about digital impacts on focus. Mm -hmm. Right. Cell phone and the... That's definitely that's a it. factor, especially for them growing up with it. Sure, right? Yeah. Pocket check mentality. Yeah. So how do you, how do you quickly, well, not quickly, how do you encourage someone to improve their focus? And then what do you do? What should they do to improve their focus? Mm. That's a great I'm question. Probably take on tasks that require total attention. Mm-hmm. I had to think. Um, I think body-mind exercises are a really good way to do it. Like yoga. Yeah, yoga, yoga meditation, any martial, any martial arts yeah, too. Any martial arts, something like that. Um, weightlifting. Weightlifting, yeah, that's that's a good way to do it for sure. Mm -hmm. Do we, do we? Is there a difference between focus and concentration? I don't know. Is well, I'm not sure actually. So, I think they're pretty similar, even if there's not a difference right so like i guess i could say like for meditation we were talking the other day focus on your breathing right mm -hmm. can i say concentrate on your breathing yeah yeah that's well. what we fit trainer says yeah. yeah so i think they're probably pretty much the same right and 
this idea of total concentration, right? Of really bringing myself into one thing mm-hmm. is kind of parallel with flow. Yeah, I'll say so. We Although, want. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. So, I'm interested. Why did you stop? Well, I mean, with flow, there's an element of challenge, right? Not necessarily like it's hard. It's hard to think about, right? Sure. So I can't enter a flow state by concentrating on something that's so easy, right? right? But something that's so this. In, hmm, you can also enter a flow state and not be focused on something that you should be, the, well, and then you lose. Right. I don't know. You lose something. So I was gonna say something like that, mm-hmm. but I feel almost the opposite because I can remember some times where I've been dancing, yeah, and I've been in total flow, yeah, and people will come up and talk to me, right, while I'm mm-hmm. dancing because they'll just be, you know, I dance a lot of concerts and festivals, and people will come up and talk to me about my dancing, and I'm just, I never leave the channel, and I can communicate with them the entire time, yeah, like. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm still dancing. I'm still, the music is flowing in and out. I still feel that amazingness, but I can still talk with these people. I can break that. I don't have to have that level of concentration that's applied towards flow. Mm. It's really just, you know, I don't. Okay. I was at Smashdown this Saturday and my second match came up and I was playing Shu. So Shu and I go up to her setup and on our left, there's this guy called a fig bar. Really nice kid. He's from Boulder. Um, and Shu and I are getting ready for, for a match. And Figbar just starts talking to us. He's like, oh, Shu, like, how, how, how'd you do? And, like, he, he just, like, brings up conversation. And Shu is, like, talking to him back. And then he's like, wait, are you playing friendlies right now? And Figbar's like, no, 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 this is a tournament match. And, like, he's, like, having a conversation mid-tournament match <laughs> and winning. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like talking when I play. And Shu just looks at me. He's like... I could never do that. Like, not at all. And I'm like, I don't know how he does it. Like, I, I literally had to put on headphones because he was still talking, right? And for me, it's it's all about that focus. Like, I can't focus and have converse, a, a conversation at the same time. When I'm playing friendlies, for example, I'll, people are just, like, talking and, like, having fun. And I'm like, if I want to be better, if I want to get better, I can't talk to you right now because I'm so focused on getting better that that's a secondary thing for me. Interesting. I noticed that heavily at all in because I kept trying to take bets, right? Hey, mm-hmm. what's your bet on the win? And people are in a game and they're just looking at me like, uh, yeah, they can't think, uh, yeah. especially anytime like smirk and sky were playing, they would look at me like I was crazy. Like mm-hmm. we're playing right now, dude, we cannot talk to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, and that's how I feel about it. Right. And it's so that I brought this music up because it pulls your attention. And I, it's definitely something I wanted to work on with the kids, mm. right, with our players is, hey, you need to be able to be poked and bothered and remain focused on the game. Yep. You can't let your attention be pulled away from your game for even a moment while you're in competition. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing on stage, facing a crowd of people, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for your attention to be pulled away from the game. For sure. So, I mean, I do think that one of the key aspects of truly great pro players in anything, but mm-hmm. especially, you know, when we talk about esports or gaming, is an ability to remain laser focused on mm-hmm. their objective. Mm-hmm. And, and I think an interesting part of that is 
when you're playing the game and you're so focused on the game, but you also have to incorporate your teammates' calls into that, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Because that's kind of that's hard at first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're playing and someone says, uh, McCree on your right. You have to be able to be so focused that that just like snaps into your mindset and you automatically automatically do it instead of thinking, oh, wait, there's a McCree on my right. I got to turn. So like that little split second of like decision making can affect your game in the future. So that's definitely part of focus that we, we should teach the kids about. That's probably one of my biggest. You talked about bronze. Gold's mm-hmm. not all that different, I don't think. No. But in gold Overwatch, one of my biggest frustrations is we had a tracer in a game the other day. Mm. And I'm playing Reinhardt. And I'm like, do you guys want me to switch to monkey so that I can kill this tracer? And this dude, the other tank, switches to Winston uh-huh. right, right away. And then never deals with the tracer. Yep. And I'm like, somebody needs to deal with the tracer. And mm-hmm. this other guy is telling me to deal with, like, we need to deal with the Reinhardt. I'm like, well, you can't do both. We, we need to deal with the Reinhardt, but just, just let me stand here and be the tank mm-hmm. and kill the tracer who's taking out the back line. Like, you have to get rid of this flank. And then the, the rest of the game opens up. Right. But she was just eating everyone alive. And I think that's one of those things that you get about, like, you know, you say McCree on your right, and you have to know how to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps it's my fault, actually, for not picking someone out specifically. Bystander mm-hmm. effect, essentially. Someone deal with the tracer, and everyone's like, oh, there's someone's, right? Like, sure. not I'm someone. Yeah. I should have just been like, you, this Yo, person, DPS, yeah. please switch to something to deal mm-hmm. with the tracer. And right. th- that's why Tracer is so lethal at low, lower levels, but you don't really see her in other at levels. Because yeah. Yeah. she's just, yeah. yeah. <sighs> it was a frustrating game, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> um, yeah, but so we want to talk about focus and how that impacts things and this level of engagement, which I think is similar, right? Um, maybe it's not in the emotional registration, you mm-hmm. know, like how I register someone's emotions. But I think it is important on how we can focus. If we, if we learn to focus and be engaged in conversations, in class, mm-hmm. then we can take that and definitely be focused on a game. Mm-hmm. The question is, can we do that backwards? I would can, say so, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, growing up, all of my gamer friends were all very focused in class. And I don't think that's coincidence whatsoever. Do you think they were focused in class because they had the ability to focus or because they were actually interested in the topic? I highly doubt any of Well, most of them were actually interested in the topic, right? Because it was school and it sucked. I mean, I was interested in some topics in school. I was interested I, in mathematics. I used to get into trouble for not focusing at school, just messing with my friends. Oh, but oh. I, I was always good at focusing in games. Oh, yeah, using myself as an example, I would zone out a lot, actually. Yeah. That's true. But I also already knew what the teacher was talking about, so I don't know. Yeah. See, that's... Yeah. yeah. You said, like, I was interested in mathematics. I was interested in math once math became stuff I didn't know. <laughs> For the most part, I was in a math class with a bunch of kids who were learning something that I'm like, my parents already taught me this. Why are we learning this? Come on, let me learn something else. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't let me move ahead until I got to seventh grade once i got into junior high they let me do geometry on my own yeah so that i could move ahead 
they're like, just let this kid learn on his own. He's going to be fine. Mm. And it was awesome. I loved it. It's way better than pre-algebra. Geometry? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Well, also, it was just like, okay, I've, I've done this before. Let me please give me something new. Um, but that's, okay, maybe there's that, though. Maybe it's the novelty of what's being presented. Sure. And a lot of these kids are like, yeah, I know this game. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, there's one specific kid who's like, I know it all. He's like, yeah. You ask a question, he's the first person to answer. He's like, oh, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Maybe yeah. that has something to do that with it. My kid's going to come to those programming classes, and I'm going to rock his world. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm always interested in that. I was the same way. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I was an absolute know-it-all. And if anybody said to me, hey, man, you're a know-it-all, I'm like, no, I don't think I know it all. That's why I'm so interested in learning. I think I know very little, and there's so much to learn. I just know more than you <laughs> because you don't care about learning. Right. I was very – I've always had a very – interesting and i don't know a romantic relationship with learning almost <laughs> like i've ever i've always held learning like incredibly close <laughs> okay okay are, are you not i mean i guess yeah i, I did yeah i don't know if i personify learning necessarily so <laughs> it's difficult for me to say that yeah i mean i get that i'm personifying a little bit but i just mean like i've always loved it Yeah, I mean, sure. I've always been passionate about learning new information. And then at CU, when I was in college, I rose my hand a lot. Mm. But I did not raise my hand a lot because I knew the answer or because I wanted to share the answer. Uh I rose my hand a lot because I wanted the class to keep moving. Oh, I I get what you're saying, yes. And nothing was more frustrating than sitting there and having the teacher go, Hey, what's uh, what's this? Yeah, and you're like, it's just stupid easy. No one, everyone should know this, and no one wants to raise their hand or answer the question. Yeah, so we're sitting there for a solid fifty seconds while the teacher's like, Bueller, and the teacher does Bueller. not care either. You know, They're like, I used to do that when I was younger in like high school, but I did not do that in college. Let's go Discord. <laughs> How do you know? Uh, quit Discord. Uh, cool. Yeah, I didn't do that in college. I was let the teacher stand there because for me it was like there's no point in me answering this because she knows I know the answer. Because I did that in high school, they yeah. would all go, "I know you know the answer. Put your hand down." Yeah, I know I that. T- that. Teachers would look at me like, and the the worst part was for a while there for a stretch I wouldn't raise my hand. Yeah, and then the <laughs> teacher would just let the class sit there. And then they just look at me and be like, Rafe, what's the answer? Same. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I got that too. And it's so, it's infuriating because then I just wasted a minute for the exact same thing to happen. Yeah. Right? No, my professors didn't do that to me. Thank God. I'm, I'm not going to digress. Yes, it's not. <laughs> I have Onward. a great story, but I'm going to save it. Um, okay. But so this, this idea though, even in the classroom. So in the classroom, mm-hmm. we have people who are answering, some people who are focused. It's these different roles that we play, right? So maybe not everyone needs to be as focused, right? Probably your in-game leader needs to be more focused than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Sure. They have to track all of the information and share it. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe as a jungle in League of Legends, I feel like I don't have to quite be as focused as I would in the lane. Mm. I have well, to maybe, know yeah, I I'm processing more information than any of them. But usually I'm not like, 
you know, if I stop, if I lose focus for a second, this top laner is going to kill me. Right. Right. I'm just like, all right, I have enough life to beat this mob. I can pay attention to something else for a second. But when we talk about like how this takes place in the real world, right outside of game, I'm not sure if focus and engagement and these things we're talking about coincide with why it's so difficult for so many gamers to make friends mm-hmm. in real life. Um, and this is not, it, it's almost not even just gamers, right? A friend of ours that we talked to, a friend of, a mutual friend of myself and Daniel hit me up the other day and was like, it's just impossible to make friends right now and I feel very lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of our friends is constantly complaining about that exact same situation. Um, it's, it seems like because we've become so digitized as a society that people have started moving further away from finding friends in real life and kind of having them. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because we don't send the right messages. Like our body language doesn't mm. feed to somebody that, hey, I want to spend more time with you. You're a cool person. I like you. We could hang out. So everyone's afraid to actually take the leap and go, do you want to be my friend? You know, I don't know. Um, and, and I guess I might. What, my apprehension about that way of thinking is maybe making friends gets harder as you get older. And we're starting to experience that. It, it absolutely does, I right. think. Just because you're not in spaces where you can make friends as often. Yeah. Uh, obviously, middle school, high school, like you're surrounded by people. It's 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 easy relatively to make friends. You know, there's so many people with similar interests to you and like similar life experiences to you that you can just go up to them and like strike up a conversation. Later in your adult life, unless you specifically go to places where you can meet people like you. Which is hard for a lot of people because you know you're working nine to five, and then in your job you're not guaranteed to find people that you like or that have mm-hmm. similar interests. It's really hard to make friends, which is why I think um, places like tournaments for Smash and um, just local communities like that are really helpful for people to find friends. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think you touched on the two most important pieces of this, right? Mm -hmm. There's two really important pieces to this and Caesar hit both of them on the head. The first one is proximity, right? Psychology will teach you that the number one reason you make friends with people is just because they're proximal, right? right? Um, There's a study that kind of talks about how the apartment at the top and bottom of the staircase Mm -hmm. is most likely to make friends with other people in the apartment. If you live in an apartment and you live at the bottom of the staircase, you're more likely to make friends with people in the apartment because you are the most common door that people pass. Right. So you will meet more people in your apartment than everybody else. Cause if you live at the end of the hallway, yeah, you may walk by some people, mm-hmm. but nobody's really walking by your door. Right. Um, so the second piece of that though, which I think is even more important is that everyone, when they're a kid, they're very similar. Yeah. Kids are very similar. You, you haven't had enough time to expand. And when you become an adult, as you begin to have more experiences and mm-hmm. gain more interest, you become more unique. Yeah. You become more specialized or interested in specifics. And that makes it very difficult because now, well, especially in today's day and age, we kind of define ourselves by those major properties. 
right? Like, are you a Republican or a Democrat, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, are you religious, right? These major categories that then branch people off. And then even the truth is within that branch, like, you're probably not going to get along with people just because you're a Republican or a Democrat. Mm -hmm. Right. It's probably got to come down. You can be a Republican, a Christian Republican, and as somebody who lived in the South for a long time, they don't get along, y'all. No, they mm -hmm. do not at all get along. They, they put on a happy face, and they go to church together, and they see each other regularly, but they don't really get along with each other. And the same can be said about the opposite, right? Like, we'll go to a lot of concerts. You're going to find a lot of liberal, kind of atheist or agnostic, mm -hmm. uh, spiritual but not religious people mm -hmm. at these concerts. And while you're at the concert, everybody's able to get along. But that does not mean that these people will get along outside of sure. these areas. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the same can be said about tournaments or about, like, gaming communities. Mm. I, think, I think it just makes it way easier because, you know, you go to a tournament, you meet someone, and then you're like, what do you do in your spare time? Oh, I play this game. So do I. Do you want to play it together? It's that easy, right? At a concert, you're like, oh, hey, what's your name? What do you like to do? And, like, there's so many different possibilities. And, like, it's not necessarily going to match with what you do. So it doesn't – you might not make a friend that way. It's usually I listen to music. Yeah. yeah. And, and but like, I go to concerts. Cool. Do you want to go to concerts? But you can't – very few people anymore are just like, yo, dude, you want to come over to my place, smoke weed, and listen to music? Right. Yeah. How many people listen to music, though, in the world? Everybody. Like, everybody. Everybody. So it's it's – not almost nearly everybody. almost everybody there's some people out there we can call them weirdos <laughs> I, I will not oh, pass judgment i will not pass <laughs> people judgment. are born a musical so yeah well uh, i can't i i literally it's easier for me to imagine being blind or deaf <laughs> than being a musical yes yeah i bet for me like because even if i was deaf i could still feel music yeah like i'm sorry that's I, I lost track, but that's fine. <laughs> but what you were saying was that it's easier for gamers to do this stuff. I mean, yeah. and I think there's so many people out there who listen to music. Obviously, you can break things down by music mm -hmm. styles. Um, you know, I just gave a presentation the other day um, for the Parent Engagement Network, and I talked about three answers I almost never accept. <laughs> What'd you do in school today? Nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Never accept that answer. Uh, why do you play video games? I don't know. I just like them. Like, no. No, sure. it's a terrible answer. Uh, and what kind of music do you like? Oh, I listen to everything. Nah. Come on, man. Yeah. I see your face kind of twisting up when I put on those Gregorian chants, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on that Gregorian chant train? Um, so, you know, I just, I think that with it being so wide and diverse. But I do feel that way in the gaming community, too. Mm, yeah. Games are so diverse. Games are they, diverse. they are, but... I don't know. I, a lot of the friends I met in Smash, you know, we we moved on and like now we're playing Apex Legends together. We're playing Overwatch together. We got together for like board board games. Smash is an interesting case, I think, because the type of players that Smash tends to attract are people who tend to be the sort of like pan gaming focused people, hmm. right? I mean, it's a collection of characters from several different games. True. That's a that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for your average smasher, your casual smasher, or your low-level tournament smasher, 
once you get up to those competitive people, I feel like they don't play anything. No, <laughs> they don't. And like I've I've heard top players complain that like once they fall out of love with the competitiveness of it, they're like, "What do I do now? I don't have any other hobbies. All the people I know, <laughs> I know them through oh Smash." And like this happened to one of my friends recently, where he just like doesn't want to play the game anymore, but he's like, "I want to go to tournaments because all my friends go there every single Friday, and like I just want to hang out with my friends." They're all playing Smash, but I just want to hang out with them. So, based on what somebody said to me the other day, I'm going to pass this message along. Are you a tournament player who's recently fallen out of the rankings and has no more interest in competitive Smash Brothers or other controller-based video games? Well, you might want to start flying a drone. Straight up, you might want to buy a drone and start flying a drone. Because the likeliness is if you kick the butt at Smash, mm -hmm. you're going to be an excellent drone pilot. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie to you, there's a decent amount of money in drone technology right now. So if you can do really solid drone cinematography, like drone film, yeah, drone photography, like you can make a decent amount of money right now. Um, hmm. The good stuff is amazing to watch. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Interesting. We had said that robotic surgery, right, was really right. the thing because they use kind of a gamepad style robotic sure. surgery stuff. So, but a, yeah, drones also, they're, they're generally, they're not flown like an RC car generally. They're yeah. more like on your phone or, or uh, yeah. via a joystick like a, or a controller. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good hobby to get into. It's interesting stuff. Fun think? fact, uh, my uncle wanted to be a surgeon, but we have a genetic trait where our hands are like super shaky. Uh, and so he couldn't be one. And I just, when you said the robotic thing, I was like, hmm, could you still do it with your shaky hands? I mean, you play games. Yeah, I do play games. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't know if it impacts the same way. I mean, that's some, surgery is super. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Super. That's super why precise. I, I didn't go into medicine for that exact reason. My mm -hmm. hands also shake a bit. My parents wanted, you can go into medicine. I'm like, I would never make it as a surgeon. <laughs> I'll never make it in anything that needs to be precise. That's why I can't draw. Um, straight lines are cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think – so when it comes to making friends, though, right, you said it. You're like, oh, what do you do? I play this game. I play this game, too. You want to play this game together? It is that easy. Mm -hmm. Do people do that? For some people. That's, that's the thing. Some people just cannot get to that point. I know, but so Why? Why can some people not get to that point? What is it that is so terrifying about other Smash Brothers players that a Smasher is just like, nope, I cannot communicate with this individual? Mm. Well, I think, I think it goes beyond just Smash. It's more of a social awkwardness thing. It's, I don't know. There was, I saw a meme recently where, like, you know, you know the meme where, like, oh, practicing how to give this person deodorant or stuff like that mm. i don't know if you've seen it but there's this one like uh, uh, when i'm in a smash tournament and like trying to figure out how to talk to a girl and for me that's like just talk to, just talk to them right it's, very easy yeah just, <laughs> it's, a, it's a human being just talk to them but for some people there's there's a disconnect well, they also don't even know how to talk to a human being exactly so. well it's not that you don't know don't know how to talk to girls you don't know how to talk to people. other people yeah. right mm -hmm. um so i think it's i think it's that i think it's just, and the only way to practice is by going out and talking to people, which is, it, it's a barrier, right? Once you get past it, it's way easier to continue that. I agree. So 
it brings up the question when we talk about community and the importance of community, right? Mm -hmm. So like, what is causing the barrier? Is it that we're all sitting at home playing games? Is it too much time spent behind the, the screen of anonymity? Like, mm, no, I, I think it's more to do with the type of people gaming attracts in the first place. Mm. And then just because they're put in the space where they don't necessarily interact with people a lot, then they don't practice the skills they need. Um, and it's not that exclusively people that are attracted to gaming are like introverted because I do know people that are super extroverted and they have no issues just going up to people and talking to them, right? No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, th I think that's, that's mostly what, it, what it's uh, all about. Got something to say over there? Extroverts can be shy. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. That's all. They can. Yeah. 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 Introverts can be talkative. They can. They can. Yeah. Doesn't change my point, though. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I completely understand. That's It's so weird for me. I've always talked a lot, mm -hmm. right? But I've also just never been afraid to go up and talk to people. Right. Even mm. though I've always been afraid of people, mm -hmm. I've never just been like, this person's going to like me. I'm just like, well, I mean, I might as well talk to him because the worst thing that's going to happen is, I don't know, they're not going to want to be my friend and it's a big deal, I guess. I don't know. It's just like the, the, the risk versus the reward. Mm. You know, it's, that's kind of how I always live my life is like, what's the risk versus the reward? Mm -hmm. um, and like, when you look at trying to make a new friend at like a gaming convention or at a tournament, your risk is nah. And your reward is a friend. Yeah. Like there's no comparison between that risk and that reward, right? Like there's, mm -hmm. you can't let the possibility of somebody not wanting to be your friend stop you from, mm -hmm. because the truth is, you know, 99% of the world or 90, 99.9999999, you know, to almost infinity uh, percent of the world doesn't care about you. They mm -hmm. don't know you exist. They have no interest. <laughs> and the likeliness is the person you're going to try to talk to about being your friend, if they don't want to be your friend, is going to forget you existed like in an hour. They, they're not going to hold it over and think about you like yeah. the next time they see you like, oh, that was the idiot who tried to be my friend. Right. All right. All right. Well, Okay. I don't know if I want to get into this, but for me, one of the biggest barriers in that is that I am, I remember people very well. So when someone does something stupid, I, I won't, I won't hold it, hold it against them. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is that person. So for me, I, I, I don't let this be a barrier to myself. But for me, I feel like if I'm this way, then people are this way too. Right. So. That's why I'm mostly some people. Well, yeah. that's why I'm I'm mostly anxious sometimes about messing up in front of people. I mean, I get that. I also don't really care. I mean, I've I've learned to live with it and be like, yeah. you know, like whatever. Like, I've I've made embarrassing, I've done embarrassing stuff in the past, and I live with it. But that yeah. used to be when I was younger. That that used to be the barrier I had before talking to people. I mean, like if a person thinks I'm stupid, right? That's cool. Because I also think I'm stupid <laughs> and I have to live with myself every uh -huh. day, right? So it's like, you're not going to do anything to me. I'm just, I, I just can't, I can't get away from the idea of like, okay, let me just ask you guys. Like, if somebody comes up to you and goes, want to be my friend? Like, what? Yeah. How are you going to respond to that? Probably. 
I've made, I've made friends like that. I mean, let's ask some, some key questions. Are you a racist? Yada, 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 yada. <laughs> we're done with that, you know, maybe. Some <laughs> important things. Uh, I mean, I've had friends who, like, literally come, come up to me like that, and they're like, yo, we're friends now. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm fine with that. But, I mean, that's I'm trying to think about, like, can you think of an example of somebody who, if you walked up to, like, like I can't, in my mind, anybody I walked up to was like, hey, dude, we seem to have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. You seem pretty cool. Want to want to kick it sometime? Want to be friends? Who was like, no, <laughs> right? I can't think of anybody even doing that. That I would would not be like, I have no interest in being your friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, the, the two would coincide. I can think of people being like, "Who the hell are you?" And yeah. then that turning sour, and you're like, "All right, bye." You know? Oh well, yeah. I mean, they they, they wouldn't explicitly be like, no bug off but i don't know it could happen i guess i mean i guess that makes sense like how do you break that conversation barrier yeah how do you just first say like i guess it's pretty easy here's how you do it hi my name is nice to meet you yeah what's your name i just noticed i'm just trying to meet people here right like, yeah i think that's probably the easiest way to do this that's... it's just to let somebody know like hey we're at a smash brothers tournament we're mm-hmm. at a tournament hey what's up dude this is my name that's yeah. how i do it it's like hey man how's your day going and then they say, whatever. I'm like, oh, my name, we haven't met yet. My name is Caesar. Yeah. I'm just trying to meet people here. Yeah. And I haven't met you before, so I'm just introducing myself. Mm-hmm. And, and if you do that, if you literally do that to 100 people in the room at a Smash Brothers tournament, you're going to get the vibe off some of those people that you're like, I don't want to hang out with this person. Yeah. And you're going to get the vibe off some of the people that eh, this person doesn't care about me. And you'll probably get the vibe off some people who are like, oh, yeah, this person's cool. Yep. And they're super friendly and they're nice. And you're just like, oh, we click. And once you have that click where you're like, this is the one, just be like, hey, dude, want to hang out and play Smash sometime? Like, mm-hmm. cool. Yep. I'm about to go to McDonald's. And if you're at local host for ESF, you can literally right. just be like, I'm about to go to McDonald's and get some food. You want to come with me? Like, yeah, pretty much. It's that easy, folks. It is that easy. But it's also critical. Yeah. Because it's important that we strengthen these bonds of community and the way that they get strengthened is by people actually caring about going out and seeing other people, right? Right. That's what makes tournaments flourish. That's what makes a local community strong is this feeling like I know people, Mm -hmm. right? So that when you go to a tournament and someone doesn't show up, you're like, oh, I wonder where this person is. They're always here, right? Um, And that's, I mean, we even had that in digital realms for me with World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. all of a sudden there'd just be days where like, it's been like a week since Tommy was online. Yeah. I wonder if he's okay. I wonder if Tommy quit or like, is everything all right? Does anybody <laughs> know what happened to Tommy? Does anyone know where Tommy is? <laughs> uh, and then they just don't show up again. And it's like, it, it's like a dagger in uh-huh. your heart. You're like, I thought we were friends. You just, just disappeared without telling me. <laughs> That's happened to me a lot. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's painful. It's like, uh, it's like when your uh, RuneScape girlfriend never logs in again and you're like, you just oh took all my, my money. That, that never actually happened to me, but <laughs> it could oh happen. Oh, my God. That would be miserable, though. I, I got cheated on in Club Penguin once. When oh, I was, boy. When I was like 10. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Fun times. <laughs> the Club Penguin girlfriend cheated on me. I'm just not sure how I would like. I don't know how I'd react to somebody else telling me that story. Like if they were like, yeah, but this girl, <laughs> I met this girl and wow. Uh-huh. Right. And we were really close and we started like talking and dating 
and like you know we would like cam chat and do all of this stuff all you know these different things that we do and uh and and then all of a sudden she just never logged in again and i don't have her phone number i don't ever email it. like <laughs> she just she ghosted me how long were you guys like doing stuff and wow oh, like three years like oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it would just be miserable uh this is why you get their name and number Got it. After about a week or no, two, it's time to get the phone number. Yeah, probably. But that's when you find out they're not really a girl, so you don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, but if uh, that's what the thing is, like, if you never, if you never saw them or like actually like converse with them, then I don't care. Because <laughs> that's not a real. No, that's just. Hey, man. Yeah, like your fake Elven girlfriend got killed in in the world. Like in WoW. Like she's dead. Like yeah. And your fake character needs to deal with that because um, <laughs> you were RPing this relationship, right? right? Um, man, but so what, I mean, what else does this, how does this move in with community? I know you had some other stuff you want to talk about, about community. I mean, we've mostly talked about it by now. Um, I don't know what, what exactly about community you're talking about right now. Well, so when we had talked earlier, we had kind of talked about, Hey, we should talk about focus and engagement. And you said you wanted to talk about community. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if there were other aspects of it that you were interested in sharing. No, I mean the smash stuff was mostly it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, I was just thinking about how games can strengthen bonds that you already have, oh, yeah, like sure. outside of the games. Yeah. Uh, my my main example was that me and this one friend from Mexico, we back before Discord was a thing or Skype was a thing or Ventrilo was a thing, we would uh, play RuneScape together, and like literally call the like each other's landlines and like just talk over the phone and play runescape whoa and like that's that's a bond that we have now and like we don't game anymore because he he lives in mexico i live here and like he only owns an xbox i sold mine he doesn't own a pc so like we don't really get to game unless we're physically present together but we're still friends and we still have that connection right so i'm just wondering like how community has not how friendship can be helped by gaming and like give you bonds over time i feel like that was a very specific time period by the way yeah you, were, <laughs> you were like first off we weren't on like landline connection mm-hmm. like modem connection yeah so we were on like dsl or cable but we didn't have roger wilco oh well team speak you also have to remember that mexico's like always five to ten years behind technology uh, in the u.s so yeah yeah that makes sense. We, we were still speaking on our landline phones uh, I was still using dial-up. I remember this was probably like 2005. Did you have two landlines? How do you do dial-up and speak on your landline phone? What kind of black magic did you have going on in Mexico? That's a good question. Yeah. I think I think we had two landlines. Yeah. Dang. Oh man. Yeah. See that was like even if I was on the computer for more than like 30 minutes at a time when we were on modem, my parents were like, "I need the phone." And if I tried to talk on the phone anywhere near like what my sister would do, mm-hmm. like, that was a whooping. Like, <laughs> a, put that phone down. I mean, I whenever I go back home, we have 500 kilobytes per second oh. connection. So imagine, imagine that the shutter. No. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't think I have. So outside of my wife, most of my relationships outside of family obviously we're built around games hmm. i can't <laughs> i think so like yeah from like middle school years up 
I have friends who don't who don't game. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have military friends, but we game together too. That's how we ended up bonding, or we just play magic or stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, I don't know how to use the word friend anymore. Okay. Acquaintances. Yeah, I mean, it's well, because like growing up, my friend circle was very small, and it was gamers, mm-hmm. like gamers and paintballers. That was it. And most of the people I played paintball with, I don't even think I'd consider my friends. Right. Right. We were bonded by paintball. We competed. We played paintball regularly, but that did not make us friends. Mm-hmm. The gamers I played with, some of them were my friends, and some of them were people included in our gamer group. Um, but you know, between 21 and 27, I sort of got pop. Like I met all of these people, right? I started having all of these like quote unquote friends, but I'm not certain that I'd really call any of them friends, right? Like who do I actually call friends? What do I define as a friend? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause like somebody I can play computer games with, like, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. We play, f- we play games and stuff. I might refer to you as my friend, but like, are you going right. to be there for me when I really need you? Yeah. Like, are you going to have my back? Are you going to sacrifice and put in work to make sure that I'm taken care of, that this relationship is taken care of? Mm-hmm. And, you know, my experiences with most people are no. The answer is no. Sure. Like, we're fair weather friends, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially. So, like, yeah, I want to be there and hang out with you when everything's good. But when stuff goes south or when it requires work, it's like, ah, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Deuces, dude. It's been a good time. It was a good ride. <laughs> I don't know how many of those people exist within these communities, though. These local live gaming communities, right? Mm. Like, I think there are people, like, looking for friends. Yeah. For, that really want to establish serious bonds of friendship with people who have similar interests. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's, that's true. Is that why I go to a con? It's not why I go to a con. Would you say con be the same way? I think, I don't know. Mm. Maybe. I never go to cons to make friends. Me neither. Yeah. But I know there, there's people who do. Like, mm. it's... I generally want to go to a con with my friends. Right. Right. And if we mm. meet new cool people, great. But, like, well, I mean, my convention experience is usually, like, all right, we're going to cosplay some ridiculous stuff. We're going to get absolutely hammered. And we're going <laughs> to go to whatever panels. Like, I... Dude, that's why I loved Dragon Con. Because, like, you got these amazing, like, animator panels and these amazing, like, uh, voice panels, right? Mm -hmm. Like, animated voice panels. Or, like, I went to the Lord of the Rings panels. And, like, just you're listening to, like, Gimli talk about stuff. And I'm just like, I'm so drunk and this is awesome. (laughs) Those are my, my experiences at cons. Like, that... To me, that's like a great time. It's way better than going to a bar right. and just getting drunk and hoping my friends can talk. I'd much rather go out and drink with my friends at a con where there's tons of stuff to do and tons of cool costumes, competitions, board games, like whatever it is that's going on. It's just so fun to do with my friends. Yeah, Going by myself is it's cool, I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Then I'm like absorbed into the everybody and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of lonely. I'm, I don't know. I've had two different experiences with cons. One is DreamHack, one is RTX. And they're both very different for me because one I went with my sister and it was just like the both of us like checking stuff out. Like, I don't think I was old enough to drink then. Um, but I would much rather just be, well, this is, I think this is mostly just my personality. Just be by myself and do what I want to do and like just see <laughs> what I, I want to see, right? Without having someone like, no, I don't want to stand in line for that. 
I did, well, actually, I did go to BlizzCon with a friend. And that was all right. See, that's, well, that's why I think for me it works so well, right? And Daniel's kind of the same way, I know. So, like, when it comes to cons like that, like what you said with, I don't want to have people who are pulling me or don't want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, like, we go to festivals. If you're at a music festival, it's like, all right, I'm going to go to this stage. Cool. I'm going to go to this stage, right? Like people will just, and it's like, you get a group and if nobody wants to go, like if nobody wants to go with me, like I really want to go see this artist and nobody wants to go. You just go. Deuces. Like later I'll see you guys. (laughs) I'm going to go have a blast, but I want to be able to know that I can go catch back up with my friends. Right? Like I, for me, I feel the loneliest. Like when I'm by myself, Mm. I don't feel lonely at all. Mm -hmm. When I'm alone in the woods or alone in my house, I don't feel lonely one bit. But if I go to a music festival or I go to a convention or a tournament or there's tons of people around, watching everybody communicate with their friends and be part of something and have these groups and then me being there by myself is when I feel the absolute loneliest in my life. Hmm. Interesting. So interesting. It is. It's very difficult. I don't mind that at all. I like that. I, it's I'm very f- interesting. I'm fine with it if I'm really interested in what's going on. Like I'm going to a stage. I really want to see the show. Right. Or like – at DreamHack, right, I want to go watch the Smite championships. Mm-hmm. I don't care if anybody comes with me. I just want to go watch Smite, right? Right. That's like sort of like being in a movie theater. I don't really feel alone if I go mm. to a movie by myself, yeah. right? I guess. But if, like, there's a party going on or, like, everybody's talking or it's, like, this big community event, yeah. then I'm, like, I'm not a – if I'm not there with people, then it's, like, I'm not a part of the community. I'm just, like, a loner at this community event. Right. But that's – isn't that when you try to join the community? Sort of. It just depends. Honestly, like, I'm at the point in life where I'm like, friends group full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So I'll talk to people, but I'm not trying to, like, but, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, could, I could just do, like, the one and done thing, right? Like, when I'm at a party and I don't know anyone, I'm like, I don't care. I don't know anyone. I can do whatever I want to. I can be whoever I want today, right? Yeah. I can just talk to people, have fun. I can act like I own this party. And then, like, <laughs> I'm just going to leave and then... They don't know who I am. I don't know who they are. <laughs> Whatever, you know? It's the same thing with, uh, I don't know, communities or tournaments for me. Like, if, if I want to, I can just go and talk to people and, like, make not make friends, but, like, be social. Or I could just be by myself, depending on how I feel, and be like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to see them ever again, so whatever. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I wonder why it is. Maybe it's the subject matter of the communal event that I'm at. Perhaps. Because, like, I definitely, at a Smash event, right, I just, I'm so, like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know anything about this game. Like, I can't have a conversation with these people who are, mm-hmm. like, constantly talking about higher order bears and stuff. Well, and just frame like, two. Yeah, like, I'm like, uh, yeah, cool, dude. Like, <laughs> did you? Maybe if we hold a League of Legends tournament, you'll, you'll have a whole lot of people discuss things with yeah, I mean, when, you know, when I went to Worlds, like when I, you know, we finished the tournament uh-huh. and we went over to Worlds and I'm exhausted, I'm at Worlds, but it's like, I still know the game, you know, right. but I also kind of knew the people that were there too. Yeah, that's, so. that's very mm-hmm. true. Yeah, it's very interesting how, I, I definitely understand what you're saying though, when I feel like I don't know anybody there. Mm-hmm. The problem is I haven't been to a con in a long time that I haven't been a part of. Yeah. And that. when I'm a part of it, it's like, okay, I can't, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm representing something uh-huh. here. The last thing I want is to act the fool and then have someone show up and be like, what are you doing? Like, right. <laughs> like, oh, it's my boss, right? Or something like that. Like, so it's very, oh, <sighs> what a tightrope we walk. 
Cool. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's pretty much it then. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. That's it for me, yeah. Community. Speaking of community, I'll finish out with this then. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned it in passing. We did, I went out and spoke at the Parent Engagement Network of Boulder Valley uh, this week um, and gave a presentation on how to engage with your kids if they're gamers. Uh, it went pretty well. Had a lot of parents that were very interested in talking to me afterwards, took some of my information. They were upset I didn't bring more cards, <laughs> but I purposefully did not want to act like I was there to speak on our program, right? I, I didn't want to come and go, oh, by the way, I have a program you can put your kids in, right? That was not my intention. My intention was to give parents quality information about how to engage with their kids. Um, there was a, a, a DA there, um, a previous DA. Interesting. Um, and also a woman representing like the Media Overuse Center so like the media therapy hmm. center from digital, digi like the digital therapy center or something from uh -huh. in Boulder Valley, That's uh, who I got into it for a minute with because she wanted oh to tell gosh. me, well, she came up and she goes, well, you know, it's the dopamine system is why kids like games. And I'm, I just looked at, I was like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The dopamine system like is like anything. Yeah, yeah well, anyone likes anything. Anything, and that's. But she's like, but that's why they like them. I'm like, I think what you mean to say is like, the increased amount of dopamine given by games is why they can be so addictive to children, right? Why they might keep kids playing the games despite the fact that they're bad for them at that point, right? And she's like, well, it's just why they like them. I go, okay. So is the dopamine system why you like ice cream, <laughs> right? And she's like what and i'm like so like the dopamine system is why you eat ice cream right that's why you eat it no you eat it because it's good right this oh, just becomes oh no this is like this hurts so the, but this is the thing no i and i'm saying i said this right uh -huh. we eat it because it's good we play games because we enjoy games uh -huh. yes the higher order process <laughs> right is that the dopamine system is telling us game good right like the brain is literally sending us a message this is a good thing. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, not all games have the same influence on every kid's dopamine system. Yep. Two yes. kids can play two completely different games and both of them can get huge rushes of dopamine and then they switch the games and they just don't do it for them. And I had to kind of break this down to her to explain like, yes, I hear what you're saying, but it's not that simple. You can't break this down to chemistry and physics and say kids play games because of their dopamine, right? That's not why they play them. They play them because they like them because there's something about the game that entices them. Right. And then the dopamine system goes, aha, uh -huh, yes, <laughs> this is good. I like this. Um, but aside from that, it was a really good experience. And actually, she was fantastic. She gave a lot of great information about how to deal with your kids being um, – you know, too much into digital technology, um, about taking breaks, about having tech-free times or tech-free days where you completely abandon your tech and also putting the onus on the parents to, hey, if you're going to tell your kids not to be on these things all the time, you, you need to take be. a look at how yeah. you interact with television and cell phones. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so it was very good. Um, the DA gave a lot of stuff too, very scary stuff. I was talking about 
apps and people kidnapping your kids and stuff like that. Really good stuff. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic yeah. event. Um, yeah, but Parent Engagement Network of Boulder Valley, it's really cool. It's a good event. Um, and that's one way to give back to community, right? Is to try to help people uh, address problems that maybe they don't know about and we do as gamers. So yep. with that, we're pretty good. We're about 68 minutes. Cool. Cool. It's perfect. Perfect, right? Yep. So uh, another episode of the Laggy Podcast, this one primarily about community focus and engagement. And with that, I think we'll, we'll see you later. Yep. See ya. See ya. Thank you.